Welcome to the Sisterhood of Limitless Living podcast. I'm your host, Dr. April Moreno. Join us as we discuss various topics around the power of the mind, manifestation, and living our ideal lives proactively. The Sisterhood of Limitless Living is a multicultural community of women who do believe in the power of the mind to live their ideal lives. Join us on this journey and enjoy the episode. Episode 2.4 of the Sisterhood of Limitless Living podcast. I'm your host, Dr. April Moreno. And today we're talking about how to decide. You get to decide. That's the name of this episode. You know, in Sisterhood of Limitless Living, I can't imagine that someone would not know what this episode or this um, podcast is about, but you never know. It could just be a, a question about what limitless living means. And let's talk a little bit about the uh, concepts of the law of attraction, right? So there's been a lot of conversation on the law of attraction out there. Uh, Some people believe it's silliness and some people believe that it's just too up in the air and so on and um, whatever it is you believe. Uh, So it's the power of belief. A lot of it is the power of belief. And so what you'll see in some of these books Um, another book I just recently finished reading was Amanda Francis. And I've just done a lot of reading just up to the beginning of this season too, um, this summer, because I lost my full-time permalance job and it gave me this new perspective on, okay, how am I going to respond to this income break? (laughs) How am I going to respond to this new freedom in my time? And what am I going to do about it? And you know, what I choose to do about it, what I desire to do about it is going to be very different from what I was doing before. And the way I choose to think about it is very different. So I went on vacation to the Central Coast in July. And when I came back a few days later, I was not the same because I came back with a different perspective on my life and my activities and what it is I wanted to do with my life. And so today we're gonna talk about the law of attraction And also just in general, like from a very, you know, you can go into the metaphysical, but you can also go into the very practical side. And we will do that. We're going to start maybe out there, but we're going to end very practically. You can put these concepts together literally. You know, one great example of the literal like manifestation conversation, the literal like what's happening now is, is a conversation on quantum physics, right? So there is a point where physics and wavelengths and and quantums, quanta actually become, you know, scientific on paper concepts. And I love that, you know, mathematics and so on, all of this together from the concepts of the limitless universe coming together into an actual like mathematical equation is beautiful. So today we're talking a little bit more on the law of attraction in the sense of the first step. You get to decide. And that decision process is a powerful process, getting to decide what it is that you want. So for example, um, and I'm going to just continue to give these references because they're part of my journey post PhD. Um, You know, how is it that I've chosen to design my life after the PhD, um, you know, with a chronic illness um, that happened to me in the fourth year of my, my final year of my dissertation, getting diagnosed with my autoimmune relapse the whole steroid journey and moon face and gaining weight and all of the fun stuff. But, um, you know, just kind of redeciding, reassessing 
what my life is going to look like. And I started out with some um, freelancing, permalancing, um, and then just up till July, finding that it didn't quite work for me in the way that I was doing it. So um, shifting in, out of that, getting to decide now what it is we want. And that is the first step. So there's another book I've been, I've been reading a lot with the new time. And I made a deal with God a while ago. Um, and that's what I don't use. I don't use cuss words. They come out every so often. I'm super pissed off. Um, but it was an agreement. Sometimes you, you get to these points of agreement with God, with the universe, um, on who you're going to be in your next chapter of identity and moving forward. And for me, it was one of where I was going to watch my language, watch my words. And that is very powerful, right? What you say and literally in the Bible talks about the power of the tongue right? and it's, it's everywhere. It's universal. What you choose to say, it cannot be unsaid. Right. And also you can speak things into being, you know, if I don't talk about something, I don't cause the trouble. You don't begin that conversation. You don't bring it into the open, a new set of thinking, ways of thinking good or bad, whatever it is. Right. So uh, what we decide to say is powerful, just as what we decide to think is powerful. And today you get to decide every day. Every moment you get to decide. In last episode, we talked about frequency. And so, you know, instead of your um, astrological sign, what is your frequency right now? It, that's more important to me. People have maybe, you know, in astrology, um, a certain tendency. And so far, I found that to be particularly interestingly true. Even names and things like that. You're finding, I'm finding personality linkages to certain things like that. Like I've become really good friends with certain names and um, I've had difficulties with certain names. And, and it's just really interesting. You know, even like um, Lunar New Year, our, um, our Lunar New Year signs, right? Our birth year, right? I'm the year of the tiger. And what does that mean? How, how does that mean that every single person that's born in my entire year is similar? And I, I get it because there's, you know, events that happen, things that shape our behavior. So that, that makes sense. But there's a range, um, whether it be your entire zodiac year or your, um, your sign, your astrological month sign, um, you know, there's a range. So you do still get to decide. You get to decide your thoughts, your behaviors, your actions. So I'm going to talk about three different uh, ways that you get to decide. So the three processes I'll be talking about today in terms of getting to decide are creative visualization, deliberate intent, and taking steps, the process of practical steps. Okay, so the first one here is going to be about creative visualization. This is one of my favorite books. I got this back in like Oof, back in early 2000s or something. And um, it's a book that is about the power of visualization and designing your ideal life. And so creative visualization works by understanding that the physical universe is actually literal energy. So when we talk about the practical and we talk about the metaphysical, they're actually connected and you can actually find ways to trans translate that stuff into very, very concrete steps, concrete concepts. So physically we are all energy and everything within us is actually made of energy. And I mean, the literal example is when you look in a, 
I don't know if we can actually see the small, but the electron microscope, things like that, how we are actually like not even matter that is uh, solid. We are just like energy that is constantly in movement and so on. I, I don't have the details on that, but matter is, you know, it's dense, but it's energy. Energy is vibrating at different rates of speed, different qualities from finer to denser. Anything is energy. Oh, there's a hummingbird, beautiful. I was uh, living in Japan for about six years and you know they have the Shinto religion and um, basically everything has a spirit and everything is energy form. I don't have the full details, but even trees and nature have a, a very um, you know, sacred part of that religion. Yeah, I mean, even like if you look at the, the energy that you put out having that equal reaction. So what you put in, will come back, right? So there's concepts that speak to that as well. So uh, anyways, creative visualization is what we're talking about here. Um, this is not merely positive thinking. It explores, involves exploring, discovering, and changing our deepest, most basic attitudes about life. This is why learning to use creative visualization can become an experience of deep and meaningful growth. This is page 11 of this book, 40 year anniversary of Shakti Gawain's creative visualization. So this is a wonderful book talking about our favorite um, ideal places, your heaven on earth. What can you visualize as your favorite location? Um, visualizing prosperity, visualizing being, doing and having. A whole section on meditations and affirmations, how to create a sanctuary. So there's a lot here um, that I find very beautiful. Creative visualization has a lot to do with just visualizing and deciding what your ideal um, circumstance is. What is your favorite environment? You know, um, if you've ever, for, for example, I've gone to you know, psychology therapy since I was six years old. And one of the things we talk about is, you know, when you have anxiety or you feel like unsafe in your own body and your own life, um, having a place of comfort, a place of safety, and visualizing that place, visualizing in your mind um, what that's going to look like. You know, for me, it could be it could be at the at the beach, it could be a cabin, it could be somewhere very peaceful, a favorite place, and being able to close your eyes and always take yourself there and feeling safe again, no matter what, in any circumstance, knowing that it's always there for you. So you get to decide what that ideal safe place is. You get to decide what you would already do if you were in your ideal job. And, um, you know, a lot of athletes also visualize their success. They run that through many times in their mind before they get up there to the Olympics and do their competitive sports. It's already been visualized. So um, this is a, a powerful book with a lot of practical steps in creative visualization. So it's one of my favorites. I've had this book for decades. This is my second copy of it. Four basic steps for effective creative visualization. Number one, set your goal. Number two, create a clear idea or picture. Focus on it often and then give it positive energy. So um, that's the creative visualization part here in deciding what it is that you want for your ideal circumstance and your ideal uh, life. And it's powerful stuff, you know, being able to visualize it, knowing what the heck you want in the first place is the first step. Um, and then the second thing here is about deliberate intent. So this is a book here by you know, Esther and Jerry Hicks. And so in this book here, 
Um, this one of all of them, I think in the law of attraction kind of conversation um, is very practical. And so getting to decide what those steps look like, um, this here talks a lot about the um, deliberate intention of the words that you say and the thoughts that you think. So here it's almost like the words that you say shape your thoughts, almost like the other way around. So it's a proactive approach to, um, you know, letting our mind go into some perspective and added opinion and attitude, but then being able to shape it. So being determined and focused on what it is you actually want to believe, what you want to say. So for example, in this book, they talk about things like um, having an illness or um, having problems with family members. Easier way, it seems, is to go the path of the less hopeful way and saying something like, oh, it's always going to be that way. But then making that decision to verbalize and say something different, like, you know, today it was just really nice to see them. I really appreciate, um, you know, this really wonderful feature about their personality and the things that they've done for me. I'm very thankful for them. And just um, sharing that positive energy instead, you get to decide how you're going to spend the rest of your day thinking about something. We are not at the mercy of our thoughts. We actually have the proactive ability to make the decision to change our thoughts, to change the way we think about a cir circumstance and situation. Um, so for me, it's like I get to decide um, in my past job, for example, you know, they very abruptly fired me, which was great. <laughs> it just was no longer something I had space for anyway, in my mental real estate, things like that. It was just very stressful. I was gaining a lot of weight. And um, I was spending a whole lot of time working on this part-time job. And so it was just very, I was very grateful that it very abruptly left my world. But the thing that I don't talk about is the fact that they refused to pay me my final pay. And, you know, I had to decide, was I going to be upset about that? Was I going to decide that, you know, I have to take revenge, I have to call collections, and I have to continue to like amplify the circumstance and continue to poke at it. Um, you know, I sent one email to the person adding another level to this. I sent um, email to the person and they responded, um, the relative actually responded in a very, very unkind way. Um, and it was very hurtful, but you know, I get to decide um, how I'm going to respond to that. And of course, what I chose to do is not respond. I chose not to accept the conversation. I, I chose not to accept the things they were saying, um, which I knew were not true and were very, actually very unkind. And, um, you know, sometimes it just feels like more of a re reflection of what someone else's personality is and their own decisions and behavior. And um, just choosing not to engage with it and stepping away was the better choice for me versus trying to seek legal action, collections, and just kind of continuing to inflame the problem. It was just like not worth it. If I considered, you know, what they owed me and then the cost to my energy and to my, my time, it wasn't worth it. You know, at some point, it's just not worth it, you know? So for me, I had to deliberately decide that, you know, and also to let them go in peace you know, in my mind, let that all go in peace, regardless of how hurtful they were, um, the relative was in speaking to me and insulting me, um, you know, just 
it just didn't correspond with who I was, what I was doing and um, just letting it go because it, I was not going to engage with that. We're not on the same channel. <laughs> We're not on the same station. <laughs> Radio station is, is just a, a totally different station. Um, so deliberately intending to decide what it is you want and what it is you don't want. So what I wanted instead was finding a way to move forward in my own um, consulting work with more working with more different types of organizations um, versus customers. And then also um, working more into designing what my ideal work circumstance was going to be. And this takes us into step three here, desiring, um, and then backtracking um, the practical steps. So I was listening to a, a SCORE um, seminar recently, a SCORE webinar. SCORE is the, it's something about the a group of retired entrepreneurs and they all provide these free services uh, across the country. Um, you know, these volunteers come and they volunteer their time to teach us as mentor, they mentor us on different aspects of marketing or social media, whatever it is, um, business budgeting and so on. And um, this one was on building a successful business. And I found it very practical. And I don't know, maybe it's just because of where I'm at in my mind right now, but it just clicked perfectly. And it, it doesn't always happen, right? Sometimes you'll listen to conversation you'll listen to a mentor or coach or whatever and what they the advice they give you is great but it's not connecting and you're not gonna remember it in a way but this time I did and this time it was very helpful for me and today I'm going to share because it is connected to this theme on you get to decide the first step in designing your ideal life whether it be your ideal business or a successful um, endeavor is that you have to decide and you get to desire whatever, write it all out, what you truly desire in this um, concept, right? What is it that you really want out of this? You know, there's no point in working towards something until you know exactly what you want because now you have a direction. Now you have a North Star, you have guidance. And so the first step is, you know, what is it that you want? Writing it, writing it all down very clearly. You know, I want you know this um, you know, to get into this school, or I want this particular job. Um, you know, it, you don't know necessarily. It doesn't have to be that specific company. It could be. I don't know the details on that, but um, you know, just saying, I I would like this job. This is what I ideally really want, or this business, or this um, type of relationship, or this um, circumstance. And then it's just writing out in, you know, in some level of detail and then um, backtracking from there. So meaning kind of reverse engineering it. So now we know the ideal destination, right? So maybe we know the ideal location of where we want to go. And so how can we um, envision those steps backward? So going out from, let's say, like a five-year to 10-year plan, um, if it's a business or an endeavor, something that may require a huge process, going out to the final stage of it or final step, or maybe just the five to 10 year plan, if it's an ongoing endeavor, what does it look like there? And then, um, okay, now let's look 
at the next three years, right? What is it going to look like there? What are the steps to get there? The next year, what is it going to look like a year from now as we proceed into that, you know, five to 10 year process? What is that traje trajectory? And then even breaking it down into quarterly or half year, uh, monthly, and then weekly. And that's where the power is, right? In the weekly. That's where the magic is. Knowing what it is now that I need to do on a weekly basis, what I need to do every day, at, you know, more or less every single day to get there. What do I need to do? Um, maybe even who I need to be, right? Maybe, which is probably for our upcoming episodes, who I need to be. But what is it I need to do now? Um, you know, and just looking into that detailed process, that those small steps that we need to take in order to eventually get to where we want to go in five to 10 years, you get to decide. And it all begins with that first step of envisioning it and desiring it and clarifying um, what it's going to look like and knowing where we're going to go from here. So you don't feel lost anymore. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> Being able to help me just map it out. We now know how to map out the process of who, what I want to do and how to get there. And it all begins from what you get to decide. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, we talked about creative visualization as one process of decision-making, just getting very creative. If you don't know what you want, that creative visualization phase can help you to just, you know, just let it all out, write it all down, whatever it is you desire and getting clear on what is okay, maybe this, maybe not that so much, but having that free form of writing, brainstorming, is part of that creative visualization process. And then the deliberate intent, um, allowing things to happen. Um, so a lot of that, this book here involves how you're framing your thoughts and allowing things to happen. So sometimes we want something and it gets stopped because we have doubts or we say things that we, where we don't believe, we give up in some way where we don't fully believe in what it is we want. Um, deliberately believing and intending something to happen is a powerful step. And not a lot of it has to do with your words, your beliefs, and then your actions, which was part three here, as we talked about um, what it is you desire, what is that ultimate goal, beginning with the end in mind, and then working backwards, and then bringing it all the way down to very specific steps um, daily or weekly that you would have for yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sisterhood of Limitless Living season two.